Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Well, what happened was that somewhere around April last year, I bought a ticket online for somebody. And um, it was plus or minus around 12,000 rand. And what happened was that the next day, normally what you do is that when you buy the ticket, then they verify the um, payment information. Then they send you the tickets later. So the next morning, they sent an email saying that they didn't get the money. So they had canceled the ticket. Meanwhile, they had taken the money from my account with even the service fees and all that. So I went back and forth. And how I even discovered it was that, I mean, I went back and forth, back and forth with the bank. And later, I had to fill, later I had to fill um, a dispute form with FMB so that they refund the money to me. So about three weeks later, I got the money back. So I thought, I mean, everything is sorted and all that. Then sometime November, I think the 2nd of November or so, it was a Monday, and I was going to work, so I decided to fill up fuel. I got to the garage, filled up uh, fuel. I gave my card to them. They, they told me that I declined. So I told him that, look, I know I've got money on the gas. So try it again. So they tried it again, he declined, and I was wondering what's going on. So I took my phone to check, and I realized that my account was in arrears. And it didn't make sense. But then the good thing is that I had some money somewhere else. So what I did was that I, e- I sent e-wallet to myself, and I withdrew from the ATM to pay. So I went to FMB to inquire about it, and I realized that they are taking like 12,000 rand from my account. Now it's like I initially thought maybe it was some fraud somebody used my card or something. Then they later realized that it was the ticket that I bought, the money that was refunded to me in May, that had been taken again. And I was a bit furious. And I was like, look, I thought you sorted out everything and you gave my money to me. So why are you taking the money back again? So I had to fill, fill another dispute form and back and forth. But then it became so frustrating because I couldn't get somebody sensible to attend to them because it's like I felt like I mean I had sent everything that you need to give me back my money so all I needed was somebody should just read everything go through the backup that I sent and all that and will realize that the money is due me but some guy sitting somewhere doesn't even read what I'm saying and he's I I was furious I went back and forth back and forth for months it got to a point I was so, I mean, I was so discouraged. I mean, I didn't know what to do because, like, even the branch manager couldn't help me and all that. So I prayed, and I prayed to God that, look, where it is, I don't think I can do anything anymore because I've tried everything that I know best, but it's not working. But I leave it in your hands. I mean, if I need to get it back, I'll get it back. Then, during the prayer, I remember Rev prayed at some point that you are going to receive uh, you are going to receive good news but this is after I had decided that this thing I'm not going to even chase it up again so I was there when I got a text message that my, my query is being processed but I didn't know what query was because I'd for, even forgotten about it then they sent me an email a day later saying that 
I mean, apologizing for taking the money and saying that in 24 hours, they will credit my account with it. And in 24 hours, I got the money. Hallelujah. They say the prophecy that you believe is the one that will happen practically in your life. Hallelujah. So when the prophet says you are going to receive good news on your phone, you are just rubbing yourself. If you will sit down like that and not rise to your feet and shout, I receive it. So when we are taking communion and the bishop is pronouncing, all of you who are standing there, I want to ask you, why are you standing there like that? Those who are sitting down, I want to ask you, why are you sitting down like that? When the bishop is pronouncing blessings over your life, blessings that no man can give you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must ask yourself, are you a son in the house? Are you a daughter in the house? If you are in this house and you are not blessed, check yourself. Hallelujah. But we have another wonderful testimony. And this one comes all the way from Madagascar. It's from Lady Pastor Angela. Put your hands together. Now, many of you know that Lady Pastor has been suffering with boils for many years. So this is her testimony. She says, after three and a half years of boils, they are completely healed. The last one was on the 18th of December before I left Ghana, which popped overnight. Unlike the usual one week and over, it usually takes to pop. My healing started after I asked Bishop Dag to pray for me. At this time, I had three painful ones at the same time. He didn't reply, though, to that particular message. He rather replied to subsequent ones I had sent. So I believed that he had seen my prayer request and had prayed for me. After a few days, I dreamt that Bishop Dag was plucking lime for me as I asked him to pray for me in the dream. Since then, my husband and I have been taking lime juice every single day till date. I realized after taking the lime that the boils were popping now exactly on the third day instead of the usual one week and over it used to take. Bishop Addy also laid hands on me and prophesied that I am being healed of something when I traveled to Ghana. This was last December, mind you. He didn't have a clue of what I was going through. That was at the all night on Friday. Monday, I had the last one, which popped the very next morning. Since then, never had I had any again. To God be all the glory. After years of pain, I am so free and so blessed. I thank God that me too have experienced the greatness as our prophet has declared. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. I don't hear you. If that clap was for my reading, then it's okay. But if it was for Jesus, then it's not powerful enough. I said, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. He still heals. He is still a miracle worker. Hallelujah. He is still the same Jesus who parted the Red Sea. Hallelujah. And I just want to encourage each and every one of you that as you are here today, just expect a special encounter and a special visit from our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Put your hands together as we welcome Madeline to give us a song ministration. I can't hear you. Your hand clap is very weak. Is it the fasting? You should be excited. Is it the fasting? I can't hear you. Amen. What powerful testimonies. You'll be the next to share your testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's wonderful.
riches upon the man of God. to preach the word of God. Heal my broken
serious, a real round of applause. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's the time that we've all been waiting for. The reason why we woke up today to come to church. It is time to hear the word of God. And we, have, we are so blessed to have an international father in the house. He goes by CR. He goes by Sugar Sugar. He is a powerful prophet. With the joy in our heart, let us welcome Reverend Daniel Halle. blowing all across the land. It's a fragrant breeze from heaven blowing once again. Don't know where it comes from. I don't know where it goes. Let it blow for me. There's a wind blowing. There is a wind blowing. There's a wind blowing all across the land. All across the land. A fragrant breeze from heaven. It's blowing once again. Blowing once again. Do you know? 
Father, thanks a million for this wonderful opportunity to be gathered together in your presence. Holy Spirit, visit each one of us with your fire, with your wind, and with your rain. Let everyone under the sound of my voice be equipped and powered by you. I humble myself before you today and I said, use me to your glory. Use me, Lord, use me. We thank you. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. How many are expecting miracles? As we sing this song, God's miracle is reaching you. This week is your week of miracle. Miracle work. You are a miracle worker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Believe God for your miracle as you see. Bibiana. Your name wow. is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Sing it again. Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle working God. It's a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Destiny changer. 
destiny changer. You are a destiny changer. Oh, come and change my destiny, my destiny today. Come and change my destiny, my destiny today. Destiny changer, destiny changer. You are a destiny changer. Come and change, come and change. My destiny, my destiny today. You will change my destiny, my destiny. Everybody singing. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, your name is Yahweh. Miracle working. You're a miracle working. Your name is Yahweh. Sing it again. For the last time, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. He's a miracle working. Can I hear only the ladies singing to God? His name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. He's a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Sisters, can we sing it again? Everybody singing. Your name is Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Miracle working. Your name is Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle working. Your name is. Hallelujah! Your miracle is here. I said your miracle is here. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Next Sunday you will have a testimony. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated in heavenly places. Wow. What a Sunday. The atmosphere is charged. The Holy Spirit is here. And we are ready. So, let's do it. Who said that? There are some way. All right. We only say it at weddings. Okay. Wow. What a blessing. How many of you have the books? Today is the last day of the fast. You got the book, lift it up. If you've got the book, lift it up. You've got the book, lift it up. You've got the book, lift it up. Wow. Wow, lovely, lovely. You got the book, lift it up. You've got the book, lift it up. You've got the book, lift it up. How do you see it in Zulu? You've got the book, lift it up. You've got the book, lift it up. Zulu, you just have to shout and you are speaking in Zulu. That's all. You got it? Okay, like that. You got the book. Lift it up. Hallelujah. Wow. Melon. Qu'est-ce que tu fais à la bas? 
It's coming, eh? Claude, you can see, ne? I got it, I got it. Cascade to fair alaba means what are you doing over there? <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, um, before I preach, I have just 40 minutes, so I will not talk for long. I just want to say a big God bless you to all of you who helped to make my birthday a wonderful birthday. Thank you for your wonderful messages. Thank you for the celebration on Tuesday evening. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the gifts and everything. My prayer is that God himself will replenish what you have given and God will celebrate you as well. The scripture we learned today, I think Jeremiah 31 verse 14, the Bible says, I will satiate the soul of the priest with fatness, which means I will supply more than abundance to the priest. And then what that will do is that my people will be filled with my goodness. May you be filled with the goodness of God. Yeah. So, the way God blesses his people is by starting with the priest. He takes care of his servant, provides for his servant, and through that, he provides for the rest of the church. Amen. Wonderful. Well, Bibiana, it's good to see you all the way from Randbeck. It's good to see you. Give us a wave. Give us a wave, Bibiana. She's from Rambeck. Like I told you, where they make the rand and they send it to us. May you receive more rants. Hallelujah. Good. Boom. Let's go. Well, today, I want to start a new series and then we will, we will see what the Lord does from there. This week is our convention. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is our Proton Convention. It will be a mighty time in the presence of God. I believe that in the convention, we are talking about the Holy Spirit, the anointing, and all these type of things. Amen. You will definitely come, go back with something. Amen. Good. Mark chapter 4. We're reading from verse number 10. I'm beginning to share a new series with you, which I'm sure you will see as we go on. The Bible says, and when he was alone, they that were with him, with the twelve, asked him of the parable. And he said unto them, verse 11, to you is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. But to them that are without, these things are done in parables. That seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear, and not understand, lest at any time they be converted, and their sins be forgiven. Hallelujah. Amen. Say a nicer amen. Amen. Good. So Jesus, this was after he had shared the parable of the sower. Okay? And the people did not understand the parable, so they asked Jesus, What is the meaning of the parable? And they also asked him, why do you speak to the people in mysteries or parables? Then he said, to you is given to understand the mystery 
of the kingdom of God. I'm starting a new series called The Mysteries of God. The Mysteries of God. Because Jesus said to us, is being given to understand the mystery of the kingdom. In, in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, the Bible says, Let a man so account of us as ministers of Christ and then stewards of the mysteries of God. Hallelujah. So he's talking about pastors. That is where verse 2 says, Moreover, it is required that in steward that a man be found faithful. So he's talking about pastors and he says, Pastors are ministers of Christ and also stewards of the mysteries of the kingdom. Amen. But he said to the disciples, the reason why we are speaking to these people in mysteries is that it is not given to them to understand. By you, it is given to you to understand. Which presupposes that our understanding of the mysteries of God gives us a certain, it's not only necessary, but gives us a certain advantage. Somebody say amen. amen. Yesterday I was at dinner with some folks and I was telling them that perhaps apart from the prayer that Jesus said we should pray for the Holy Spirit, the next most important prayer in the Bible is that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. Because once you have understanding, many things are open to you. Hallelujah. What you do is because of how much understanding you have. When you don't understand something, you can't do it. I mean, you don't have to think even spiritually. Think of your math exams. What you don't understand, you can't do much. Hallelujah. So it's needful that we have understanding of the mysteries of God. Hallelujah. If I have the chance, I'm going to share with you nine different mysteries. And we will try to look into them and explain them in a way and understand them. Hallelujah. Amen. So today I want to start with number one. All right. I want to start with the first one. Where is the first one? Turn with me to First Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. The Bible says that and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. God was manifest in the flesh, then what? Justified in the spirit. Seen of angels, preached unto Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received into glory. Hallelujah. So here, Paul mentions to us one mystery, which is the mystery of godliness. What is a mystery? A mystery is anything that is covered or kept a secret, unknown, inexplicable, cannot be explained, is a mystery. So when we say the mystery of the missing microphone, which means nobody can tell us how the microphone got lost. So when it comes to the subject of the microphone, we, 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 we don't have anything to say. When you ask us, we say, Genesepa. Do you get it? We say, it's a mystery. We don't know how it happened. In mathematics, when something is a mystery, we represent it with what? X. That's why we are always looking for X. Every day they say solve for X. Because X find X. 
Because X is always a mystery. Hallelujah. The subject of godliness is a mystery. Godliness simply means living for God. It's always a mystery. That is why a lot of people don't live for God. That's why unbelievers behave the way they behave. Because sometimes you will say, you just by using your common sense. I mean, let me use say smoking as an example. Do you get it? I mean, you don't need the Bible to know that you shouldn't smoke. That's why it's not even mentioned in the Bible. Common sense should tell you. Because on the packet, it's written by um, World Health Organization that this thing kills one. Number one, it's harmful to your health. And it kills one in four people. It's as dangerous as HIV. Do you get it? So when you take it, what it means is that if the four of you smoke, God forbid, one, two, three, the fourth person is gone. God forbid. Do do, do you understand? So even common sense should tell you, but you can explain this to an unbeliever, educated, well exposed in life. Sometimes even it's a doctor. But he will never understand. Why? Because it is not given to him so that he can be converted and his sins be forgiven. The subject of godliness and living for God Unless God has given it to you to understand the mystery, you will never see the importance of living for God. You will never see it. You will never understand. Why? As a young lady, why should I live for God? Why should I keep myself pure? Why should I keep myself pure and be moving around when there's always, there, there, there are men around who are interested in me, who are interested in my life, and pastor is saying that I should keep myself from fornication. And then when you look on the other side, you see your friends fornicating. Everybody has a blesser, different levels of blessers. One, two, three, four, five. And they are all moving around with them. And their lives seem to be good. Because when they want hair, the blesser buys a hair. When they want air time, the blesser brings air time. Anything they want. Even just two weeks ago, I heard of a guy who has given his Mercedes Benz. He has two Mercedes Benz. I mean, the, 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 the modern Mercedes, not, not my own. The modern Mercedes Benz. He had one. Then he bought a second one. He had one. Then he bought a Yaris for his wife. Then he bought another Mercedes Benz. Do you get it? And then he had two. Then now I've heard that he's giving the second, the first Mercedes Benz to a young girl. And the wife is driving a Yaris. What a shock. So when you look at it, maybe your roommate... The blesser has bought her a car and you are still walking. When you are coming to church, you walk and you sweat. By the time you get to church, your perfume has no effect. Rather, you smell ammonic 
all over the place from your sweat, Einstein. When you see yourself as a young man, every young man is sleeping with anything that wears skirt. As soon as they see something, it goes skrpa. Yeah. And you say that you are a Christian, so you want to live godly. You don't want to do these things. You even look foolish. But Paul said, godliness is a mystery. It's mysterious. It's good for you that First Timothy 6, the Bible says, godliness with contentment is great gain. It's profitable to be godly. I think there's another scripture that says, godliness is profitable. I think 7 and 8, something. 6, 7 and 8 or something. I think it's still Timothy. First Timothy 6, 7, then 8, then 11. They all talk about godliness. But it says godliness with contentment is great gain. The verse 7 says you should exercise godliness. Then verse 8 says it is profitable. Yeah, these are the scriptures I'm trying to remember. But when I remember, I'll tell you. I mean, Jesus said, when, when your neighbor slaps you, then the other side. If you look at such a thing, you are like, hey, Jesus, did you, I mean, imagine that Einstein, come, come. Einstein reads such a scripture. Stand here. Give him, give him that scripture. And then, Claude, please put your phone down so that you can slap him well. at Claude. I mean, you'll be thinking, did Jesus think about Claude and Einstein when he was saying that scripture? Because if Claude is to slap Einstein, I don't even want to bring him close just in case. If Claude is to slap Einstein, even the strength to turn the other side will not be there. Even this, not that you don't want to obey, but there'll be no more spirit in you to say, I'm turning the other side. So if you want to fulfill that scripture, Claude has to slap both together like that. Bam, that's all. That's all. Thank you, Claude. Thank you, Einstein. Yeah. So you think about it and you say, Look, this godliness subject. Me, it's not a gain for me. At all. It's not a gain for me. That somebody has been wicked to you. Then Jesus gets up on a Friday afternoon after lunch. And he says that, love your enemies. It's like, Jesus. Look, let's be serious. I mean, you should say, love your neighbor. When you said, love your neighbor... I didn't have any problem with you. But now love your enemy. Jesus, do you know what my enemy has done against me? Then in addition, he says, pray for them that hate you. And despisefully use you. Those who use you, pray for them. So he said, pray for the one who has abused you. So you think of Jack Toronto who promised to marry you 
three days to the wedding, then he changed his mind. Since then, nobody has married you because he impregnated you twice. And you had two children, so nobody wants to marry you. And you think of this guy, Kobe G. And Jesus is saying, not only forgive him, but also pray for him. Yes, pray for him, dear. I'll pray for him. My prayer is that he should die. Yeah, fire should burn him. But for him to do well, I should pray that he should do well. Jesus, what is this? But Paul told us, it's a mystery. Godliness is a mystery. In Psalm 1, David shows us the life of a godly person and an ungodly person. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, or seated in the seat of the scornful. So he's describing a godly person, somebody who's desired to live for God. He says, his delight is in the law of God, and in the law of God that he meditate day and night. Then he explains the effect that being godly, walking by the law of God has on him. He said, he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. Let's even stop there for now. A tree that is planted by rivers of water will by all means do well. So he says, a godly person to start with, he's at the right place. By all means, he will do well. He says, he shall be like a tree that is planted by the... May you be planted by the rivers of water. He says, he will bring forth his fruit in his season. When it's his season to flourish, he will flourish. Some of you are just before your season of flourishing. Just be planted so that you see that flourish. So that you flourish. He says, and his leaves also shall not wither. He said that godly person, he's, he will never be dry. His leaves, his leaves will not wither. He will never be dry. May you never be dry as you live for God. Never be dry. Always flourishing. Always flourishing. Yeah. I've told you this story before. One day I had dinner with, with, with a Nigerian pastor. And I got there quite late. So when I got there, they said, oh, we should order quickly. The kitchen is about to close. So he asked me, they asked me, what will you have? I said, mm, since you have brought me here, no amakwenya, no beggar. Those of you that when they take a special restaurant, you order beggar. I don't understand. Especially when you are not paying. Then you order beggar. You don't know McDonald's. KFC. They have taken you to a restaurant. You have to learn some of the names. And order. If you don't know, you ask Zama, she will tell you. Yeah, or Kwachua. You just tell Kwachua, listen, even if it's too late, you just send them a WhatsApp message. They've taken me to such a wonderful place. What should I order? They will give you straight away something. What, what, what are some of the things we can order? For cash you. You don't even know what it is, but you order it. For what? Pardon le moi. Yeah. 
What was I saying before? So I ordered, so I said, I ordered something that had a stick. When they, I said stick, the guy looked at me. He looked at his watch. Then he asked me, how old are you? And I said, oh, I'm 30. I was 38 or 39, something like that. So I said, I'm, I'm 38. And he said, wow. And you, and you look like this. I said, yeah, last time I looked in the mirror, that's what I saw. <laughs> and he said to me, God has really blessed you. Yeah, God has really blessed you. Yeah. Recently, I went to see an Indian. He asked me, do you, uh, do you dye your hair? I said, no. All oh, this is my own hair. <laughs> this is how God made it. He said, how old are you? I mentioned my age. He said, Wow. It's amazing. You will flourish like that. You always will be fresh. Always fresh. That's a godly person. Then he goes on in verse 4. This is why I want you to take. He said, but the ungodly is not so. He said, that is not the case. Don't assume that everybody's case is the same. That is not the case of the ungodly. He said, the ungodly is not so. For the ungodly is like the chaff. That the wind blow it away. He said, if you see that your roommate who's going from man to man, married man to married man and jumping around, just relax. Very soon, the wind will blow her away. The wind will blow her away. The east wind will come and blow her away. And the west wind will come and blow you into your blessing. The east wind brings problems. The west wind brings good things. He said, it's like the wind. It's like the chaff that the wind blew it away. So you are in school. Your mates are always using apple and copying and cheating in exam. And you are struggling to pass your exam. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. And it seems like they are going up and you are struggling. Keep struggling through. Bible says you will be like a tree that is planted by water. By all means, you will do well. But for them, a wind is coming. That will blow them away. One day you see they have become minister of this, that, that. Then they will go into some corruption. Then they end up in jail. Case closed. You wonder why a lot of our politicians end up in jail. This is the reason. Because they take the cheating from, from school into government. And, then they, and once you get into government, start preparing to go to jail. Then he says, therefore, verse 5, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, neither sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the ungodly shall perish. It says, so don't be worried when some people are being ungodly and they are doing well. Their end is that they will perish. This year, may you be godly. Yeah, may you be godly. Choose to be godly, I'm telling you. May you be godly. Maybe over the years, you have been going half and half. This year, go all out and be godly. God will lift you up. God will bless you. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the word of God. Number two. The second mystery we want to talk about. The mystery of the will of God. I said, I'm sharing, if I get the chance, I'll share with you nine different mysteries. The mystery of the will of God. 
Ephesians 1 9, Bible says, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. Paul is saying that God has made known to us the mystery of his will. God's will is also a mystery. It's a puzzle. Usually we don't know what God, God's, Jesus taught us to pray. He said, when you pray, say, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's will is, is mysterious. And many Christians are afraid to pray for the will of God. Yeah. Because Hosea prayed for the will of God. God sent him to go and marry a prostitute. So when you think of Hosea's case, you say, hmm. 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 God. What if you go and give me a short man? By the way, short men are very nice. They are very romantic. Very stable. You will never see a short man falling down. Never. Reason is that they are al- they're already on the ground. You don't fall down. And like I told you, God is always with short people. Yeah, when Jesus was going to heaven, he said to his disciples, Lo, I'm with you always. Always with short people. Yeah. I'm with you always. Yeah. So God is always with short people. This thing makes tall people very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> it is. He said, Lo, I'm with you always. That was his last word, though. And then he went to heaven. He said, Lo, I'm with you. Even he didn't finish talking. He said, All way. And he went away. He forgot the essay. He went away. <laughs> Let's put your hands together for the word of God. Ah. When Jesus prayed for the will of God, the next thing that happened was that they killed him. Luke 22, 42, Jesus said, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. He asked, if this cup can be taken, he said, not my will, but your will. After that, the next thing, major thing that happened, he was arrested. He, he was first betrayed by his friend. Then after the betrayal, he was arrested. He was tortured, beaten, ridiculed, and killed. So when we look at this, we say, mm, this will of God thing. You let me wait when I'm 50. Then I start praying for the will of God. Because this will of God thing, you... It can, it, what is, all the people I know who have prayed for the will of God, after that, bad things happen. So li, let me just stay in my father's will or my grandmother's will like that. But Paul said, the will of God is a mystery. It's a mystery. God's will for Jesus was for Jesus to die on the cross. Simple. That's it. After Jesus agreed and accepted God's will and died on the cross, Bible says in Philippians 2, it says, wherefore, or because of this, because the verse 9, before, just, he, he humbled himself and became a man and so on and so forth. And he died the death on the cross. Then verse 9 says, because of this, or wherefore, 
God has also exalted him or highly exalted him. After the will of God was done in his life, the next thing that comes is lifting up, lifting. I see somebody being lifted up. I see somebody being lifted up. As we find God's will and we walk in it, there shall be a lifting. It says God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. That at the mention of that name, Jesus, every, every tongue shall confess, every knee shall bow of things in heaven, things on earth, and things under the earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. He said, after you do the will, this is what will happen. Bring exhortation. Bring a lifting. Look, let me be honest. With God's will, when you are going through it, eh, you, can easily, you can easily be broken. Hey! You go through things, you'll be wondering, is it something I have done wrong? Is it my parents, my grandparents? Am I being punished? You'll be wondering, why is it so difficult? Why? But listen, Psalm 31st, the Bible says, weeping endure it for a night, but joy comes in the morning. By all means, when you go through, there's always an end. There's always an end. Some of you have struggled through the month of January. We have reached payday. February, you'll be excited. Yeah. We have reached payday. Yeah. Those of you who have birthdays in January between the first, okay, between the fifth and like the 20th, you have to reschedule your birthday because at that time, nobody has money. You have to change your birthday to another date. Come and join me on the 23rd and let's be happy. Because around that time, nobody has anything. Everybody is gnashing. Somebody said, uh, January has 60 days. <laughs> Even next week is still January. Hey! The person asked, how many months are there in January? How many months? Hey, I now understand how my parents used to struggle when we are going to school in January. You, It's too much. But you are going to smile in February. You smile in March. You smile in April. You smile in May. You smile in June. You smile in July. You smile in August. You smile in September. You smile in October. You smile in November. And you have a party in December. Yeah. Yeah. Look, even next January won't be. I told you the other day. Next January will never be a struggle for you again. Yeah. Your status is changing. The will of God. Oh, many years ago, I don't know whether I should share this story because of where the podcast also goes. You don't want to say everything. Let's go on. But like I said, when you go through the will of God, sometimes it's unpleasant. But once Jesus said we should pray that God's will should be done, and He Himself prayed that God's will should be done, it must be a good thing. And Paul said, It's a mystery. Just do it. God will mysteriously lift you up after the suffering. Yeah, after the suffering. 
Number three, I close with this one. I have five minutes more. So. The mystery of tongues or the mystery of prayer. First Corinthians chapter 4, I'm reading from verse 1. The Bible says, follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts that rather ye may prophesy. I see you beginning to prophesy. May God pour his spirit on you so that you will prophesy. He says, that rather ye may prophesy. Verse 2, he says, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue Speaketh not unto men, but unto God. He said, when you speak in tongues, you don't speak unto men. You speak unto God. For no man understandeth what he says. How be it in the spirit, he speaketh what? Mysteries. That's why tongues is mysterious. He says, in the spirit, how be it in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. That's why we say, let's pray for a job. Let's pray for a house. Let's pray for a car. How can be for a house, a job, a car, a husband, children, good health, for everything? It's how can it be? It's a mystery. How it is, is a mystery. It's a mystery. So anytime we rise up to speak in tongues, the Bible says that to start with, stop worrying about your neighbor. Some of you are even shy when you have to speak in tongues. Because it's like your neighbor. But the Bible says, forget about your neighbor. You are not talking to your neighbor. That's the first thing. So when Claude and Merlin are speaking French, they don't have to worry about the corner. Whether she understands. Because they are not talking to her. They are not talking. You are talking to God. So why are you worried about uh, uh, um, Charmaine or Chantel or whoever? No. Or Chanel. Charmaine, Chantel and Chanel. How's Charmaine? She's well? Good. No. You are talking to God. So why are you worried about Einstein? Einstein is looking at, especially the ladies like, hey, the brother is looking at me he will think that I'm very spooky if I speak this tongue and then the brother will be looking at me mm, he will not propose to me again, listen listen, a brother who won't propose to you because you are godly and spiritual is not a good brother for you I have been married by the grace of God for about 15 years and the way marriage is, marriage is nebulous. Tell your neighbor, nebulous. Marriage is very nebulous. One day I was preaching somewhere and I had an interpreter. So I said, I said something. I said, something is nebulous. Then the guy didn't know what to say. So he said, he said Udnibululu. I said, hey, what is this? 
Look, marriage is nebululu. And the way marriage is nebulous, look, you need a supernatural force. Let's look at it from both ways as I close. If you are a lady and you are blessed to be married to a handsome man, like me, I have to say it. No, to say it, when you have the mic, you also say yours. the ladies who see him like him. Older ones, younger ones, same every age. Every, even grandmothers. They all like him. I mean, if you are married to Claude, with all these, all the ladies like him. Now, also looking at the ladies, you realize that God is always making nicer ladies. No, 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 no. God is so wild. It's like he keeps on doing great things. Today you think this is the nicest one that ever exists. Tomorrow he will release a new one. You say, hey God. God is getting better. I told you the story. eh? One day. Terence, let me tell only you. One day, there was a little girl. She was sitting on top of her, she was sitting on the lap of her grandfather. So she looked at her grandfather. Then she asked, she said, Opa, can I ask you a question? I said, oh, go ahead. She said, did God make you? And she said, the grandfather said, oh, yeah. She said, okay. Then she was there for a while. She thought, I mean, this type of Zoe children. She thought for a while. Then she asked the grandfather, said, Opa, did God make me? The grandfather said, Yes. Look at the grandfather. The grandfather said, Why are you asking? She said, You know something? God is getting better. <laughs> yeah, because if God made you with all these your wrinkles, and God made me beautiful like this, God has really improved, I tell you. And God is improving every day. So, if you look at the situation and you think that I'm going to keep my husband by my beauty, if what? That I'm a black beauty. Once you go black, you can't go back. And so, I'm going to use my black beauty to keep this my husband. You'll be sitting there, you will see another black that is more beautiful than yours. A black that is blacker than you, yeah. That's why we need to be able to speak mysteries. That's why you need a spiritual husband who sees things because God has said so. Not because of your beauty. Madoc said, what you keep seeing, you stop seeing. I say it again. What you keep seeing, a lot of things are nice to you because you don't see them regularly. If you were seeing them every day, oh, you stop seeing it. Totally. Totally. If you're a man, you so you know, I have a six pack, so I'm going to use my six pack to keep my wife. Look, six pack is not food, we don't eat six pack. Yeah, we don't eat six pack. You need a supernatural force, that's why you need a sister who is spiritual. And delay, man, are you sending me a message? <laughs> 
okay, good. Yeah. So, thanks is a mysterious language. And he says, when you speak in tongues, forget about your neighbor because you are not speaking to your neighbor. But in the spirit, you are speaking mysteries. A mystery is a wonderful thing. It's a great thing. Something that people don't know. That's why when you wake up and you don't know what to pray about, you just start. All my prayer is in tongues. When I send you that prayer topic, what I send you, after that I just speak in tongues. All my prayer is in tongues. Because Bible says, no man knoweth the spirit of man. Save the, knoweth the man. Save the spirit that is in him. And no man knoweth the mind of God. Save the spirit of God. So it's the spirit that can connect to God. Paul says it's a mystery. So you will be thinking, I need somebody to help me with my school fees. And you wake up and you start to speak in tongues. Look, you are speaking mysteries. So you think you are just praying about your school fees, but your mysteries are covering everything that you need. It's a mystery. Speaking in tongues is a mystery. That's why everybody under the sound of what my voice must speak in tongues. It's, it's one of the most powerful weapons that God gave us. If not the most powerful weapon. Say, I'm going. I'm giving you the Holy Spirit. And as I'm giving you the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, the first thing they started to do was they started to pray. And they started to pray in tongues. The first thing he brought was begin to speak in the spirit. I've given you a new language. We want to confuse the devil. We don't want him to hear what we are. Imagine when you are at war with somebody and everything you are discussing, the person can hear. person can hear. When you come on the Healing Jesus Crusade, you hear announcements passing. You don't know what. All you hear is broadsword calling dragonfly over. You'll be wondering, what's happening here? <laughs> Greater love calling Danny boy. Then you hear, attention, dragonfly on the line, over. When you hear that the whole crusade becomes quiet, you don't know what is happening. Yeah. Because the enemy cannot detect. Even when you look at American politics. You see, they have different quotes and names for the presidents and the important people. They just say it. When they say it, they say Phoenix. They say this. They say that. This. You don't know who they are talking about. Yeah. The eagle has landed. Which, which of the eagles are we talking? You don't even know. Yeah. It's a mystery. It's a, ladies and gentlemen, the eagle is in play. That's how the Holy Spirit helps us to confuse the devil. So when we are saying our things, even the devil cannot understand so that he plans against us. That's why you should be happy that you speak in tongues. Stand to your feet and speak some mysteries to God right now. Speak some mysteries to God right now. Lift your voice and speak out some mysteries. Some mysteries right now. Some mysteries. 
Speak out some mysteries wherever you are. Brasota besoka lepaya. Kimo sopa lato sikayaba. Repola kemolobo sepalelo. Kato sipoli palakelaba. Rapido de kelibalakaya. Rentolobo sipoli kailaba. Rapadoba setolobo. Repeto sikatatala. Rantalababo. Rantalababa. Repatota. Don't be shy. You are speaking mysteries. Mysteries unto God. Mysteries unto God. Kebalo pale kalaba. Rapatosi kolipayala. Repatosi kolibala. Repetosi kelebala. Rantolobo shepate keliba. Repetotate kelibala. Ripatosi pola kelaba. Rapadebo brantolibala. Lepatasi kolipale kaya. Kamaloba kalababa. Ripatosi pole kayabala. Speak mysteries, speak mysteries, speak mysteries. Kebalo si palekalaba, kamoli pola kelibalala, rapato tatekele, kemoli palakaya, kato si poleke, repeto si pala, ratadibodiba, repetabene, repetabala. Some of you are praying concerning your marriage, some of you are praying concerning your children, some of you are praying concerning your school. Some of you are praying concerning your finances. Some of you are praying concerning your health. Just speak mysteries. 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 Keba tosi palekayala. Rapatatabana kaliba. Rentolobo se pantoliaska. Kaba tosi polikayala. Lepala, lepala. Ratotatele, ratotatele. Ratotatele, 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 rantalababa, 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 repatata, satali kolebe, sentolaboliba, rantelebe, ropatatada, rapateberibe, lento tate telebaka, rapinolabo, santelebe, my God, my God, Repato Sakato Sepe, Rantelebedi Bandoba, Lepato Sikalaba, Yeto Sepedi Bacaliba, Repadoba, Lapato Sikalaba, Mako Sipolica de Bede, Repato Talebe, Lepacalaba. Thank you. Father, we bless you. Thank you for this wonderful gift of the Spirit. To speak mysteries. Your word declares, for to us is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. Lord, thank you for your Spirit. 
from today may we speak these mysteries with boldness help everyone under the sound of my voice to live godly help everyone under the sound of my voice to pursue your will help us to continually speak mysteries unto you we give you glory we give you praise in Jesus mighty name and everybody said amen put your hands together for the Lord wow you are here this morning two things and then we'll hand over to Spa. you are here this morning want to say pastor please pray for me I know in my heart that I'm not born again but I want to go to heaven when I die if you are here like that I want to pray with you every eye closed every head bowed I want to say pastor please close your eyes with me please pastor I want to go to heaven when I die with every eye closed and every head bowed please lift up your right hand I want to pray with you you want to say pastor please pray with me I want to go to heaven when I die lift up your right hand I'll pray with you lift up your right hand lift it high above your head I want to pray with you lift up your right hand I want to pray with you it is God's will that you surrender to Jesus. If your hand is up, come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. Lift that up your hand. Come to me. Come to me. Come to Jesus. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Let him I'll pray with you quickly. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. You want to go to heaven when you die. Pray this prayer with me if you are in front. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, I am born again. I will love you. I will serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful. Father, thank you for these ones. Bless them, keep them, wash them with your blood and fill them with your spirit. Use them to your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wonderful. God bless you, my brother. What's your name? Sbonello. And you? Vincent. Smamkel. And you? Trevor. Wow, nice. Wonderful. You see those two ladies over there? They have something special for you. Just go to them quickly. Just for a second. Just for one second. Just for one second. Hallelujah. Also, finally, before I take my seat, you are here. You are a worker. I want to pray with you quickly. Come to me. Let me pray. You are a worker. I just, you work. You, you are employed. Come, whether self-employed or employed by Sasa government, um, private, any type. Once you work, come let me pray with you. Let me pray with you. You have your own business. Come let me pray with you. You're a worker. You're a worker. Let me pray with you. Promotion cometh not from the east, not from put it up there, please. I'm going to pray with you for promotion hallelujah for promotion 
The church is filled with workers. Wow. Wow. Amazing. 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 Lift your hands and let's pray. Father, thank you for every worker here. I pray for each and every one of them. That the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and add no sorrow be their portion. Your word declares that promotion cometh not from the east nor from the west nor from the south. But it cometh from you. You are the one who lifts one up and puts another down. I pray for all these workers that there will be a lifting in their lives. Lord, they who own their own businesses flourish the business. Let the business do well. Double their income, Lord, in the name of Jesus. You said you will fill your people with your goodness. Fill them with your goodness. They that work for other people and are employed and have to be paid, lift them up in their workplaces. Let them find favor before you and favor before men, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let their bosses be happy with them and let them lift them up, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Let them do well. Let them flourish in your courts. Let them see, Lord, your increase. Lord, we remember last year how you lifted our brother Spa up and you increased his income level twice at the same time. Let it be their portion. We stand on that testimony and we say let it be their portion. Them that need new opportunities, give them new opportunities, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let them do well. Let them flourish. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Farley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.